I need to confess what I'm doing. What's that noise? It's, it's more of a statement as to sort of how today's gone, really. Yeah, it's the wheels have come off this wagon big star. I've just opened a sachet of um, brown sugar. No. And I'm licking my finger and just eating sugar. Like, like the way uh, like the narc- narcotics police check produce if they've made a haul. Yeah, look at me. Are you just eating brown sugar there? Do yeah. you know what? When I was a kid, this is really bad. Me and my brother, when we were when we were kids, and you would go to like Bernie Inn or whatever, we would put cubes of sugar in our Coca Cola to make it fizz up even more. <laughs> I can't think of anything worse. Uh, I, I'm not sure whether I've shared this on the show before. I think I have, but this is not on the show. This podcast, podcast extra. Yeah. When I was a kid, teenager, uh-huh. when my mum went out, and if I was home alone. Oh, I... no, we don't need to hear that one here, do we? <laughs> oh, right, so you mean, yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you at the end of the podcast, because um, it concerns a white powder. Oh, my word. Mm. I'll tell you in a minute. This is unbelievable. He's seductively su- sucking his finger as well. This is getting out of control. <laughs> Absolute radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's one of those Hometime shows where, unfortunately, the whole uh, one Hometime show, eight playlist thing, has gone a little bit... It's gone for a button. All of the songs on all the other stations are all playing out at the same time. As we speak right now, Rome is burning. That's what's happening. And there's nothing we can do to stop it. And we've been asking you, uh, like, what's the worst thing that can happen in your line of work? In a kind of, it could be worse. So, you know, with what you do, when when a nightmare happens at work... How does it manifest itself? Uh, Simon, decorating in Leeds, says, the worst thing that happened to me is spilling paint in the back of a van or in someone else's house. (laughs) I'd happily spill paint in the studio right now. It'd be fine. That would be nothing compared to what's going on. Uh, (laughs) Nigel says, guys, I hear you're having problems. It could be worse. We've put scaffolding up on the wrong bungalow before. The bloke came home and said, what are you doing? I think you should be putting it up for my neighbour next door so we have to take it all down and move it. I'm an animal care assistant. Getting kicked by a horse would be the worst thing. I'd happily be kicked by a horse right now. That's what we should call it, because this has happened a few times before, because <laughs> this is high-end tech, and when it's when it's good, like you said before, it's brilliant. Sometimes when it falls apart, it's a nightmare. Let's call this, from this point on, we've been kicked by the horse. Nameless text here from Ipswich says, Love you guys. I oh. fix appliances for a worldwide manufacturer. Ooh. I plugged in a faulty dishwasher. I took out half the town, <laughs> including a school. Kids were sent home. Oh, those kids must absolutely love him, though. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Thank him forever for that. Uh, we've got Angelo on the line. Angelo, what work nightmare happened to you? Well, I just started in the bingo as a manager, and in the first week, a customer thought they'd won £10,000 because of technical issues. They thought they didn't realise we'd went on to the second game, and they were still marking off numbers for the first game. Ooh, that sounds pretty... So what, were they all celebrating and crying and thanking the family and all that kind of thing, but they hadn't actually won? Then they hadn't actually won. They thought they'd won £10,000. It turns out they were still three numbers away. <laughs> but uh, because it went on to the second game, they thought... The, the three numbers that came out, they didn't realise the game had finished and were on to another game. And meanwhile, and what, was... you'd just started as a manager? Yeah, I just started as a manager. So, like, novice Angelo is having yeah. to deal with this. Yeah. So, Angelo, we've got right. a tombola here that we use on Tuesday nights, for Tuesday tombola. What's the tech in your bingo hall, then, that produced these wrong numbers or this technical issue? What, what, what was it? Was it balls coming out of a hat or ele- electronic numbers? What, what was the thing? called a random number generator, uh, RNG, uh, and uh, what was happening was 
uh, had normally it finishes a game it tells you the game is finished but for some reason it hadn't told the customers that game had finished and then it started generating numbers for the second game but if, if your machine goes mad a little bit like how ours has gone this evening on this show uh, surely the, would the customer then pay, uh, be entitled to the money because the numbers came out no <laughs> no, no, no. Right. very firm on that despite all the years that have passed <laughs> Absolute Radio if you insist on listening to them in your own time then we can't really stop you ok let's get on with it then the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Fraser share with us what's the worst thing that can happen at your place so I work as a, a delivery driver for Waitrose <laughs> and um, probably the worst thing that can happen is when you've loaded all the van up um, you've then left the store, you've, you've gone out, you do, do your route, you then get to a customer, and the next, you know, you miss the crate or whatever, and you could be, the store could be 45 miles away, and you've got to continue doing your route regardless oh, wow. you miss the crate. Uh, and obviously we're heading towards this, this Christmas thing, loads of people are trying to bagsy their uh, Christmas delivery slot and everything. Have you, have you done the Christmas rounds before? Uh, no, so this is my first year doing it, actually. Like, I've only been the job since... March this year, so this is my first time doing it. So I'm, um, I don't really know what to expect if I'm honest. Oh, imagine bedlam. that! It's going to be bedlam, isn't it? <laughs> don't forget yeah, a great Fraser. <laughs> if you forget a crate, it's got someone's turkey, and you are not going to be popular. Uh, no, probably not. So I make sure that, especially now for Christmas, I'm extra careful with uh, with my, my van loading. Now, really, so yeah. But you get a hell of a privileged opportunity to go and kind of, you know, get out there into the the population and chat and meet people. How, how's everybody doing? Are people kind of upbeat and friendly with you? Are they being nice at this time of the year, Fraser? Um, yes, yeah, not well. Like, like, well, I'm in Wales, so obviously we're not in a lockdown, obviously compared to England. So it's kind of, um, it's obviously a little bit different. But yeah, it's nice to be able to, to, to speak to people to, to see how they're going. Because obviously we do deliver to like elderly people, so it's just having that extra courtesy to make sure that they're they're okay. And I think. I think with everybody, they're just a bit fed up with this year, I think, yeah. like everybody else is. So, um, but yeah, it, it's, I, you're right. I do get a privilege to, uh, to go out and see people, and um, that's probably the best thing I can really say about my job at the moment, really. I think we've but asked I, the wrong person as to whether people are in a good mood or not. You've got to bear in mind that everyone that Fraser meets is about to get uh, Waitrose ready meals or Waitrose pastries and this kind of thing. Of course they're about to be in a good mood. That's a good point. They've always got a smile yeah, on their face. Uh, asking you tonight what is the worst thing that can happen in your line of work, and some of the comments have been fantastic and they've helped us as well. John Barlow says, uh, you could go wrong in my line of work. I'm a sound engineer for a corporate Events, and this has happened before. Three days of work putting together an end of year corporate awards ceremony at a top hotel function room with a massive audio install, a huge stage with video wall and beautiful set and carpeting as well. Everything ready to go for rehearsals. Just need to test the pyrotechnics and smoke machines. <laughs> Check with the hotel if the smoke alarm systems are switched off. Yep, we're good to go. Five minutes later, the whole venue sprinkler switch on and drench it all. So, <laughs> fellas, it could be worse. We appreciate that, John. We appreciate it. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. So, I need to come clean on this. Uh, my name is Ritchie, I'm 43 and over the weekend I cook my first roast. What? <laughs> no way, genuinely no way. 
You're lucky you're into your food and stuff. How on earth? I know, I know, I know. So you've had roasts cooked for you up until this point? Oh, I've eaten many roasts. You've been the recipient of roasts. I've been the recipient of many roasts, but this is the first uh, that I've done myself. I I genuinely can't believe it because it's like right in your sweet spot of stuff that you like doing. I know, everything about it. The enjoying of food, uh, the precision cooking and the timings that come into it. I would say as well for you, pouring stuff onto a surface that's then going to be cooked. Yeah. That's your kind of ballpark thing. <laughs> exactly. So, quite how it's taken... It's weird, isn't it? Sometimes you, you... This is what I'm hoping we'll find from other people over the next half hour or so, that there are these strange, sometimes these sort of like... Uh, not, not sort of like, you know black holes but these kind of things where your life passes by and it's it's strange how you've never come around to sort of doing it or or, or learning it but yeah i'd never done a roast until this weekend so what, what did you make and how was it like was pork it pork loin it was fantastic Look, did you pour some stuff over the top of it <laughs> was there any sauce <laughs> no the, the, it was uh, pretty standard on this side of things i'm beginning to uh, i'm beginning to be worried that people are going to have a problem with the fact that it was aunt bessie's um Yorkshire puddings. Uh, that's all right. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I didn't make them myself, but it's still organising. No, I love um, and Bessie's Yorkshire puddings or whatever. It's just her face in the picture, the cartoon picture on the packet, absolutely frightens life out of Does it? It's terrifying. Well, she's pretty friendly, Aunt it's like, Bessie. It's like a ghoul, like coming out from the back of a freezer section. Oh. So, so yes, as long as people don't mind the fact that I used Aunt Bessie's frozen um, Yorkshires, I did do my first roast over the weekend. You're a newbie. You're allowed to make some introductory mistakes or whatever. Thank you, do you very know what I mean? much. Can I just say, Rowan and a couple of other people who texted him were not getting involved in the whole Yorkshire pudding thing. No. Okay? That, that Richie mentioned earlier on. Yeah. That's not how this is going to go. No. I still prepared a roast, whether Aunt Bessie helped with the puddings or not. All right? Okay, <laughs> thank you. Uh, Julia says, I've listened to a podcast, Bush's board game one, for the first time ever. Never oh, listened to a podcast before. Bless you. Thank you very much. That's lovely to hear. It's made my uh, day. Becky says, uh, made pancakes at the age of 31 for the first time. No. Tell me you've made pancakes, Rich. I've made pancakes. He's made pancakes. <laughs> yeah. uh, Chris says, first Big Mac at the age of 29. I love them. This is, I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm jealous because, like, the, the brilliant thing about this is that, that they've got, a, a, like, a lifetime of all this stuff ahead of them, and they're yeah. just getting into it now. Dave says, very wise from Richie, don't overload yourself on your first roast. Let Aunt Bessie do some of the heavy lifting. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a good point. People are, rather than getting congratulated on doing my first roast, people are, uh, are majoring too much on my frozen Yorkshire puddings. The thing is, if you learn to fly, right, you don't go straight up in a jumbo jet, you go in a glider for a bit, don't exactly, you? Exactly, Bush, thank you very much. Helping you out with there with this. Uh, Nick from Tamworth has texted the show to say, this is my first ever text to Absolute Radio. Oh, well, there we go. Hopefully it's gone all right for you. Yeah, he's lost his cherry. Uh, Sam says, helped my dad bake his first ever cake a few weeks ago. He's 62. Oh, God bless. It's a rather lovely story. Caroline, uh, what have you done for the first time? Made a flask of tea for my other half. (laughs) Wow, what a momentous day. Get a photo of him with today's newspaper just for posterity. (laughs) How long have you been together, you guys? Uh, Two years. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's not early. long in the uh, in the in the grand scheme of things, but it's, you've had two years to make a flask of tea. <laughs> well, I've never made a flask of tea for anyone. I'm fifty. Do you know, the weird thing is, I mean, you remember the movie when Harry met Sally? Yes. And he, and, yeah. he, and he always goes on about he never meets anyone at the airport in terms of a new date or whatever. Because then at some point you won't meet them at the airport anymore when they get back off their travels, and they'll say to you, "Why don't you never meet me at the airport anymore?" So, what, are you setting a weird precedent here by making a flask of tea that your husband's going to expect this every day when he's going into work or doing whatever? 
Oh, no, we won't know. We won't expect to have it, especially because I didn't quite do it right either. <laughs> <laughs> I put it to you that you didn't do it right on purpose, so you didn't have to keep making the flask of tea. How do you muck up a flask of tea, Caroline? How on earth do you make that wrong? Well, I, I poured the water in and then I walked away and left it. You're supposed to screw the, the, tap back, uh, the top back on so that it doesn't go cold, and, you see, I didn't realise that. <laughs> I've never made one before. <laughs> I know. Do you, um, I, I'll be honest with you, I'm not too sure about this. Do you put milk in? Do you put milk in with a flask of tea or yeah. not? Do you? Yeah. yeah really yeah. made. Mm. Okay, so... Milk so and I'll... sugar and everything, yeah. Oh, don't lecture me, you didn't put the top back on. <laughs> 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 no, fair point, fair point. <laughs> Joe in Doncaster says, I've been to Ikea for the first time the other day. I'm at the grand age of 26. I'd say it's actually peak age to it be is. going. But the weird thing is, um, I imagine that you can't get the meatballs at the moment because of the whole... Yeah, thingy. so he's not had the full experience, is he? I can't, no offence to Ikea, I mean, I love going to Ikea, but I can't imagine not getting a, a treat that is either meatballs or a hot dog. Agreed. Or some dime bar action, yeah. do you know what I mean? Uh, Karen says, I made these beauties at the weekend, homemade buttermilk fried chicken. She sent us a photo, she says, absolutely delicious. Feeling hungry. Jane says, first time for everything, and better late than never, I watched The Bodyguard. <laughs> Can you remember any of the, the, the plot of The Bodyguard? I remember just Kevin Costner knocking around and looking after Whitney Houston for a bit. I can just see Whitney bursting into I Will Always Love You and that's about it. Absolute Radio on a Monday night. It's home time with Bush and Richie and thanks to our friends at Tesco Mobile. We still have over £10,000 worth of amazing prizes left to give away this week in a little game that we like to call... Yes, it's all thanks to Tesco Mobile's Black Friday event, which is here. They've got incredible weekly deals on the latest handsets and sims, packed full of data. And let's speak to our contestant then. On the line we have the amazing Stephen. How are you doing, Stephen? I'm great, thanks. How are yourselves? Hey, we're all right, mate. Where are you calling from? I'm from Middlesbrough. From Middlesbrough. How's the weather in Middlesbrough tonight? Is it cold? Yeah, very cold. Dark, obviously. Okay, and you've got your big coat on and stuff as well. You've been listening uh, to the big coat protocol. I've been in the, in the house all day, so I've been kept warm. Okay, fair enough. Well, we're going to warm you up with some prizes, hopefully. Hopefully, Stephen. Let's uh, let's go through the rules. Shed load of prizes up for grabs. Couldn't be easier to win them. Uh, we're going to read out every prize that we have. When you say stop, you get to keep what we've listed off. But there is a catch. Uh, there is a timer. We don't know how long's on the timer or when it runs out. If you haven't stopped and the timer goes off, you lose everything. everything. And you'll know the time is up when you hear this sound. Does that all make sense, Stephen? It does, yeah. Good man. Right. Uh, so, remember to say the word more and we'll keep listing off prizes and stop when you want to claim your haul. We will play more, more, more. Right, then, here we go. Beats Solo 3 wireless Bluetooth headphones. More. £250 in cash. More. A Google Nest Mini. More. A Samsung S20 FE 4G, part of Tesco Mobile's weekly Black Friday deals. More. A Fitbit Charge 4 fitness tracker. More. A Samsung 50-inch smart 4K Ultra HD LED TV. Stop. Stop. Whoa. Whoa. More, more, more. How do you like? 
Score, score, score. I'd say that, that <laughs> is uh, undoubtedly a great haul. At one point, I, good, yeah. I was thinking Stephen's being too cocky here. He's going to lose the lot. <laughs> uh, right, let's rifle through real quick. Beat Solo, three wireless, Bluetooth headphones, £250 in cash, Google Nest Mini, the Samsung S20 FE 4G, Fitbit Charge 4 fitness tracker, and the Samsung 50-inch Smart 4K Ultra HD LED TV. That's not bad, is it? That's brilliant. Could have had 500, 500 quid in cash and a Bosch Series 2 cordless vacuum cleaner, but, I mean... I mean, who wants a vacuum cleaner? You, you want the <laughs> <Yeah>. tech. <laughs> that would have been the wife's present. Oh, there you go. All right there, fella. Endearing yourself to your other half. Um, lovely to have you on. What a fantastic collection of prizes. It's going to be a good Christmas for you then, I think, Stephen. Yeah, that's great. Thanks very much, guys. Good lad. Well, listen, if you want to play more, 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 and uh, you can find the full terms and conditions online at absoluteradio.co.uk, you'll also find an extra chance to win every day, all thanks to Tesco Mobile's Black Friday event. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Meanwhile, we are very excited about the Hometime Show Christmas advert. Christmas hasn't got going unless you've seen the Hometime Show Christmas advert. Uh, you guys have been instrumental in creating this. Uh, together, we've collaborated to create the central character, Roy Pak Choi. Yes. Oh, and there's a lot of comments going on over the weekend. He was un- unveiled, I think, tail end of uh, last week, wasn't he? He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people have been having a say about, you know, what is Roy all about. He certainly doesn't look like your average kind of animated veg in a Christmas advert, does he? No, he doesn't. He's He's got this... Um... He's got this look about him. There's a there's a look of mischief, and I'd say it's in the eyes. Yeah, you know when you see someone in a pub and you think, that person's had a bit of a history? <laughs> yeah. That's what Roy Pak Choi is all about, I think. But we want to use this final hour of the show this evening, again, to have your help, if we possibly can, to try and create a backstory for Roy Pak Choi. I mean, what is the advert going to be about? And that is based, I think, on what is the story behind Roy Pak Choi. And anything goes here tonight. Certainly from the look that I've got of his face, without knowing this, this character, I've got a feeling he's on the run from something. He does look like he's on the run, doesn't he? So, um, yeah, quite what a pack choy would be on the run from. He, uh, yeah, it, it could be from a kitchen. Could it be. could be from a supermarket of some sort. I mean, that's, that's just me speculating. So, so there you go. There's, there's the seeds of a story right there. Yeah. Uh, Darren Izzard says on Twitter, uh, he was in a veg tribute act called the Pack Street Choice. <laughs> Which is incredibly high quality. Uh, and for this time of the evening, that is very <laughs> strong. But like we say, anything goes. Help us fill in the details, the backstory to Roy Pak Choi for our hometown Christmas ad. Uh, Kelly suggests he doesn't get invited to Christmas because he's not a typical Christmas veg. He feels sad and lonely and left on the shelf. Thing is, Kelly, if you look at the animated picture on the Absolute Radio socials of Roy, yeah, it doesn't look sad and lonely. Maybe he's resentful and mischievous that he's been left on the shelf and he's up to something. Puts something through someone's window or whatever, tries exactly, to get even. Exactly, yeah. But that is a good point, though. I mean, this this Christmas, a lot of the adverts are all about inclusivity and everything like that. He isn't your average veg that you'd have at Christmas. He's not, no. So we like that kind of story. Nigel Mayers has really picked an interesting one. He says, uh, he was brought up in the Fens. His family used to enjoy summer holidays in North, North Yorkfoot... Let me say that again, North Norfolk, yes. when he was young. And he got his black belt in judo when he was 12. And I was thinking... 
Roy Pak Choi. Pak Choi sounds like a form of martial arts. Yes. And it's got me thinking about Cobra Kai, the brilliant karate kid yeah, spin off. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's got a martial arts angle to him. He could well be. Couldn't I don't he? have any other info <laughs> apart from the martial arts angle. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what you guys are here for. This is, this is the help we need. We're working out this, this backstory together of the Pak Choi. Please get in touch. Tricky suggested that he was signed to Liverpool's academy team as a kid, but released at 15 when he discovered <laughs> girls and drink. Wowee. Uh, now he just sits out the pub in Birkenhead telling everyone how he could have made it before puking over his shoes. Do you know what? The amount of injuries Liverpool have got, he might get a game. We've got Kaz on the line. Kaz, what's your backstory for Roy? Well, my tortoise Gruber, he loves pak choy and a boiled egg, a bit of turkey, so he could eat Roy the pak choy or they could become <laughs> friends. <laughs> Sorry, what's your, um, what's your tortoise called again? Gruber. Gruber? Oh, dear. Yeah. Where does that name come from? Well, it's my husband's Taurus. Why is he called Gruber? It's either got to be Hello, Maybe Hello. From Ren- hello, or- Hello, or Hans Gruber. Exactly, <laughs> or Die Hard. Like a tank, yeah. Which one is it, then? Which one is it, Mark? Is it Hello, Hello, or Hans Gruber? Oh, you don't know, he's shy enough. Oh, he just come on, Mark, mate. Die Hard. Die, Die Hard. <laughs> Okay. Oh dear, what a surreal show it's been today. It's been one of those well, nights that anything you... goes. But yes, that's back to the advert. What were you saying? Sorry. Well, you could have your pack choice falling off the loose like Hans Gruber. <laughs> this is good, a yes. Christmas angle. Got Die an idea now, yeah. Yes. Well, fantastic. And then the tortoise saves him. <laughs> this gets better and better. <laughs> a few minutes ago, you didn't know why he was called that. <laughs> Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Right, I, 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 do, I, I feel bad. I mean, if it was me, I'd have fast-forwarded past that, that um, uh, technical issue, uh, beleaguered show, just to find out what it was that you were doing with the white powder when your mum was out. So I would... Sorry, I was still licking out brown sugar here. I would, um, I would go to the kitchen and I would get uh, the box of icing sugar... Oh, my word. And I would mix up some, like, icing. Right. And then eat it. Just eat raw icing without any, like, not on a cake or anything Not on a cake or anything like that. Sometimes I'd mix in, like, a little bit of squash so it would flavour the icing. It's like, um, you know, people improvise in prison to make, like, beer. Yeah. It's a little bit like that. It's great. You sit there in the lounge watching television just eating raw icing sugar. If there's well, a phone no, mi- in there. mixed up icing. There's there's a phone topic in there, phone in topic in there at some point. I mean, maybe if you listen to this right now, you want to get in touch on email. Uh, eating something raw. What's the worst thing you've eaten straight up raw? <laughs> Home time at absoluteradio.co.uk. If this goes well, it'll graduate to the proper show. Big time. Okay, guys, you ready for this? One, two, three, four. Push and Richie's podcast. It's over. It's over. It's done.